Journal of an Author. July 31, 2021. So you are getting a new puppy, you've read every book you can find, scrolled through all the pages about dog training on the internet, and watched the YouTube videos on how to train the perfect puppy. You think you may know enough to be able to bring a new dog into the house. Are you? Well, we thought we had enough knowledge to be able to cope. Before I start going through the mistakes and successes we had with our puppy from 8 weeks to 12 weeks, let's just say this, I am not an expert on dogs, I am not trained as a dog trainer or behaviorist, I am merely a previous dog owner who, through trial and error learned a lot of lessons on what did work and what didn't work for us while bringing up our new puppy. Listening to too many voices slash experts. Before getting our latest dog, we watched a lot of YouTube videos on how to train a puppy, how to have a perfect puppy, and how be the perfect owners of a puppy. It's been quite a number of years since we last had a dog so we wanted to get to grips with the latest thinking on dog training etc. We also read a lot of internet articles and pages about how to bring up a puppy. We live in a world where thanks to the internet there are many experts preaching their own brand of how to bring up a pooch. As a child I remember watching a dog trainer on TV, her way of teaching was often seen as a joke, especially when she used certain commands like CTTTTT yet through watching her it enabled me to apply some lessons I remember to my first dog many years ago. In some ways her teaching methods may have been seen as being archaic, and certainly more of a dominant kind, especially nowadays in the world of passive teaching methods. However, her methods certainly gave me a good foundation when it came to training my dogs. At the end of the day, when it comes to training your dog or puppy, it is great to prepare in any way you can, but always remember, your puppy is not the same as the puppy the trainers will be using to illustrate the lesson. Puppies are individuals, with this in mind always be prepared to adapt any lesson you have seen or been given to suit your own puppy. This was great lesson to learn, as well as a costly mistake in terms of time and energy during the first few weeks of having a headstrong Labrador puppy. Teaching the puppy slash dog its name. In most cases you will normally have a general idea of a name for your new dog, if you do then that's great as you can ask the breeder to start calling the puppy by that name, this helps in forming a good foundation for the dog to recognize its name, to a point. We asked the breeder to do exactly this, and by the time we picked him up he was practically used to his name. Yet, we still had a lot of work to do, and by the end of the first week with us, he not only knew his name, he would also come when his name was called. Potty training. Ever have one of those plans, in your mind you know exactly what to say, and how it is going to go, you see the perfections in your plan and never see the imperfections. I had one of those plans when it came to potty training our dog, first came the pee pads, these are great. Many years ago when I had my first puppy, I followed the good old advice of dog trainers, dog owners, and of course common sense. Put newspaper down, loads of it, especially at night, and slowly each day remove a sheet, as you gradually train your puppy to pee and poo outside. Great, ever had one of those mornings when you wake up and see that your Great Dane puppy has not only caused a flood of pee across all the newspaper, but also there are more mounds of dog poo than you could count. Okay it wasn't that bad, but you get the idea. Eventually the Great Dane puppy began to go through the night and was within a week properly trained to doing his business outside in the garden. Well, with this new puppy things seem to be a lot easier, I can count on two hands how many times he used his pee pads or had accidents in the house, in fact also within a week was asking to go out, wow, what a dog. So that was part of plan A, potty training. How did we do this? Well his last walk in the garden was around 10.30pm. We made sure we slept downstairs with him and as soon as he whimpered or showed signs of stirring we were up, dressed and carrying him into the garden to go potty. We found that sometimes we might have been a bit slow so he had already used the pee pad we had put down, but eventually his nighttime waking seemed to have become less until he now wakes us up between 6 and 7 a.m., 
with no accidents in the night. He is now sleeping in his crate in our bedroom. So, back to my plan for potty training, I had in mind a particular spot in the garden where he would go potty, guess again, he knew where he wanted to go and it wasn't going to be where I wanted him to go, actually I must admit the place where he goes is a lot more sensible and a lot easier to clean up than my original spot. Trust your puppy's instincts and their sense of smell. When they do squat to do their business, repeat the phrase you have for going to the toilet and also praise them. You'll be amazed how quickly they learn. Basic Obedience I am always amazed when I watch the show Dogs on TV or YouTube and how they manage to do so many tricks, amazed because as much as my old dog could do some wonderful things, and won awards for his agility and handling, I never really took the time to try to teach him any tricks except shake hands and beg. I taught him what I would consider basic obedience, sit, stay, wait, waiting for food, when to walk, walking on a lead at heel, and of course recall. I guess for me the basics were the most important, and when it comes to dogs they are very important. Fancy tricks were not in my mind, and I suppose they still aren't. When it came to the new puppy the first thing I felt I needed to teach him was to sit and wait especially for his food. At 8 weeks old he wouldn't be going out into the big wide world until he had had his full set of vaccinations so we had time to train him in the basics of obedience. The puppy took to the first set of instructions within minutes, and then soon after he learned stay. Sometimes during our training sessions he would suddenly lay down, so I took this as a sign to start using the word lay and then rewarding him for doing so. Now he is 11 weeks old and can sit, stay, wait for food, leave things alone on the floor. Look at me, shake paws, beg, put his paws on our knees, and lay. He also has managed fetch, and recall to a degree, and is learning hand signals along with voice commands. All very basic, but very important things for a dog and owner to use when working together. This week we have started properly on training him to walk with us with a lead on, we have been using the lead with him since day one, and although we have worked with him slowly on this, we took our time as we knew we had time and it wasn't that much of an issue in the early weeks. We have him on a lead all day, he's constantly supervised so we notice the sometimes subtle cues for needing a pee, plus the all-important nature of keeping an eye on him. Never trust a puppy, they're a ball of mischief and need protecting from themselves. As I write this, the puppy is asleep on his cooling mat but even in this sleep state, he's attached via his lead to my wrist so that he can't wake up and wander off to find some naughtiness without me noticing. I have probably left a few things out on his obedience training, as I have previously said I am not an expert or qualified trainer, but I do know what has worked for us in the past, we have adapted and modified what suits the dog better in these stages. The most important thing with any kind of training is that you do not take it too seriously, there will always be failures along with the many successes, praise your dog, reward them and most of all remember, if the dog fails then it might not be the dog's fault but yours. Be patient and positive at all times. And if you have it in you find that inner child, dogs love to hear a happy bouncy voice when they return with a ball, toy or even piece of leaf that has blow into the garden. Thank you for reading this post, feel free to comment in the section below, and share your thoughts on the blog, and or follow me on social media, using the links below. Once again, thank you. Rick. The Wayward Wanderer.